today we're going to be talking about the naysayers. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, creative people often are faced with naysayers in their life, yeah? I'm talking about not just the naysayers, but also the inexperienced. So people that really don't come from your world giving you advice. So in this podcast, I am going to talk about the reasons why you should stop listening to the naysayers and the inexperienced. Let's kick off. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hi, it's Josephine here, and today we're going to be talking about the reasons why you should stop listening to the naysayers and inexperienced. Now, holy moly, you're in for a treat because I know that you know what it's like to have naysayers in your life. The naysayers are the people that are the non-believers, the negators. (laughs) These are the people that you know, it will drag you down. They'll say, you can't do it. It's too risky. It's, you know, you won't make any money. No one's going to buy that. It's not good enough. Don't lose your day job. All the things. Go get a real job, Joe. (laughs) I've heard that. I'm sure you have too. I'm here to tell you that you're not alone everybody at some point who's starting something new will come across naysayers. Now, I started my career um, as an artist, like a performing artist myself. I graduated from performing arts college, went off and got an agent, became a professional singer, um, did a lot of acting gigs as well, lots of commercial stuff but also did a few bit parts for television, um, did some small film stuff. Uh, went on to do a, a little bit of dance work, some musical theatre, did some choreography work as well. But really my my whole thing was really I was a singer-actor who could dance, um, even though most of my training was in dance, funnily enough. Um, that's just not where my career really fell predominantly. I did more the choreographing and directing side, but as a performer myself was definitely a singer-actor. And, you know, that was great. I I did that for a while. I mean, look, when I was doing that, my family was super supportive because they found it a little bit exciting, I suppose. But I don't think they actually thought that I would ever make it my life 
time career. I think people really, and especially my friends, um, viewed it as a hobby. They never really understood what I was trying to create for myself, which was, you know, a passionate filled life, a career that I was really excited about, um, all that jazz. Now, when I when I hung up my microphone when I was four months pregnant with my first child and I went more into the directing and, and behind the scenes side. So, you know, um, facilitating those performance streams for others through programming, um, creating content and shows, producing that sort of thing. But, and by the way, I'm very happy with that decision. <laughs> I can't even imagine uh, pursuing now a full-time performance career to be honest, like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want to do it. I'm glad I did it, but um, no, I'm, I'm super happy behind the scenes. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you know what, whatever your creativity is, and I, and I always use the line, you know, whether you're a dancer, a baker or a candlestick maker, it really doesn't matter. When you're a creative, you have a particular type of personality. You're, you know, you're a dreamer. You're a dreamer, right? And there ain't nothing wrong with that, you know? Like there's nothing wrong with thinking big and having dreams about using your skills and showcasing them to the world. That's that's cool with me. I'm like, step into your limelight, guys. Absolutely. But you will be challenged. You may already be challenged by somebody. This person could be very close to you because when you start committing yourself and take the plunge from being a hobbyist to being a business or being very serious about your craft and going all in, full-time, gung-ho, I'm going to you know, make this my career, there might be somebody who will tell you that it's not possible. Now, chances are that somebody or those people are going to be people that are close to you. So we're talking your husband, your sister, your best friend, your mum, your dad, whoever. Now, I want you to know that you're not alone when this happens. This happens to lots of people that go and do something that is against the grain of society. And being creative, whether that means you're an artist or you are very creative, creatively minded and, you know, have interesting ideas that you want to execute that may not be in the normal realm of your social group. So it's a little bit outside the box for them. Like all your friends are accountants and stuff and you're going to like create <laughs> a, an ice an ice party venue. <laughs> I just made that up. And you're going to like sculpt all the ice structures that are going to like melt in 24 hours and then the next day um, you're going to build more ice structures and people like pay you top dollar to be at that ice sculpture party of course they will I don't know where that idea came from but you know what I mean like there's so many ideas out there right the people around you are going to think you're absolutely wacko and that's cool because maybe you are and that's what makes you an amazing creative mind okay so here's the thing I want you to know that those naysayers are, doesn't mean that they're terrible people. 
they're usually really good people that actually care about you and have the best of intentions. However, they don't have your knowledge or your experience or your passion or your skill set. They're not from your area of excellence. So they don't understand you. So don't, don't fall into the trap of listening to people that don't really understand what you're about in this creative space anyway or in this business space or idea space that you have. Look, they're going to tell you it's not possible. And um, what I want you to know is they're, they're essentially externalizing their own fears, right? So I urge you not to take on this negativity and not to take on their fears and insecurities about stepping outside the box because that's not you. That's them. You need to distance yourself from that. And that can be hard, especially when it's your partner. Look, I have a partner. He is a funny dude. We have a great time, but he is not a creative person in the sense that he doesn't really get what I do. And that's cool because he supports me and that's fine. But he's had his moments where he'll second guess things that I'm that I'm putting out there. Even now running a six-figure business and, you know, I'm growing that. My goal is to be a seven-figure creative business and I believe that in time I will get there through planning and, you know, strategy and, and you know, going outside the box. Um, yeah, even now being a six-figure business, it's still not proof enough for some people that are close to me. They still see me in this, this space of um, being a hobby business because they don't understand what I do. So, like, I'll say, yeah, you know, I, I provide theatrical programs for young people. I pr- produce content. You know, I'm a talent agent, all these things. And they're like, oh, my God, that sounds like so much fun. Or I just wrote a song. That's so much fun. Okay, so like, what else do you do? I mean, my in-laws, honestly, (laughs) I remember, this is no word of a lie. I remember once my mother-in-law, I was at the very beginning, um, like five years ago or something, I was at the very beginning of one of my um, businesses and I was creating um, children's entertainment party events and like facilitating workshops and entertainers and all that sort of stuff. And I remember... I was packing um, kits to go out to entertainers and my mother-in-law was there and she said, why do you run around and do all of this? You know, Italian lady, Italian lady, you know, beautiful. Um, I'm Italian too, by the way. (laughs) And she's like, why do you run around and do all these things? Why, why don't you just get a normal job? Like you could go and just pack shelves at Coles. And I was like, what? She compared what I was creating. <laughs> she compared me starting my own business in, in an area that's of interest and I'm passionate about something that I've got experience in. I've had over a decade of experience in and I've actually now cultivated this into like a service that I'm out there doing on my own with a newborn. She turned that and she's like, why don't you just go pack shelves at Coles and just you know, just get a normal job. And I just thought, wow, that's of no no fault of her own. She just doesn't get it. 
Like her idea of having a good job is working at the local supermarket packing shelves. And that's not my idea of, that's not what I want to do. That's just not my idea of my life. No disrespect to people who pack shelves at Coles, but (laughs) that's so far beyond what I'm trying to create here that that comment to me was just like, whoa, they don't get it. Like even now during this pandemic, um, we've had family members ask my husband actually on his side, um, hey, you know, is Josephine still got her business? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, well, how? I was like, well, she's put it online. She's running virtual programs online now. Yeah, they just don't understand that it's a real thing. So I've been there. I've done that. I've heard it all before. Don't you worry. Um, Again, I urge you not to take on their negativity or their fears or their lack of understanding. Now, when you're faced with negativity or judgment, you need to ask yourself, who are you listening to? Have they ever run a business before? Have they ever run a successful business before? Do they have the skills and experience that you have? Now, chances are the the naysayer that's telling you not to go down this path has no business experience or from my my own side of things, um, I've had people in business give me advice that weren't successful in business. So they've done it, but they're not successful. So so they don't really know what it is to to make a proper goal of it, you know, and they're trying to tell me how to do things. And for a long time, I actually listened to people like that. And then after a while, I realized, who am I listening to? Because if someone who hasn't, no experience in my field or has run a business unsuccessfully that again is in a different area of expertise why am I listening to them why aren't I seeking advice from people that are successful in in that area that I'm trying to pursue or that have done it or why aren't I tapping into the minds of people that are more like-minded You know, sometimes I think we can be a glutton for punishment when it comes to that, like just having, um, you know, that negativity that you might have within yourself or that that lack of backing yourself, not really truly backing yourself. So you'll take on what people say um, just because you want to you want to believe that it's true so that maybe you don't have to try so hard. Maybe it, it gives you an excuse to give up. But honestly, ask yourself, who are you listening to? Because even if they have had similar experience and it didn't work out for them, maybe you're going to do it a little bit differently, okay? Are you going to let them stop you from giving it a go? And Honestly, I do believe it's your time to shine. I think if you have an idea um, and you want to pursue it and you want to make some money from your idea, I think you absolutely can. But you know what? The thing that I would like to say is I'd rather regret the things I've done than regret the things I haven't done. 
I'm going to say that again because I think this is a saying that actually can really resonate if you truly, you know, sit in, sit in that thought process and really sit with this phrase. I'd rather regret the things I've done than regret the things I haven't done. That is so true for me. I have had so much trial and error over the last couple of decades as I you know, made my way through this creative business space. You know, like I said, starting as a performing artist, moving into choreography, producing, becoming a talent agent, now running these, you know, successful six-figure businesses. And I, I will say to you that has taken me two decades <laughs> from when I first started from just being the creative person myself. Um. You know, and two decades of figuring it out. And then probably I started, when I started actually pursuing it as a business concept, my creative ideas as a business concept, um, it's taken me if, when I committed to that full time and said, I'm not going to work side as a waitress or side in a, you know, admin role or what I'm actually going to do this for myself and commit full time. I've been playing that game for about six years and am and and you know and I'm so glad that I did and I still make mistakes but I learn from them obviously you don't want to keep repeating the same mistake over and over and over again what do they say isn't that the the definition of insanity or something is doing the same thing that over and over again when it, it doesn't work for you I don't know if that's true, if that is the actual definition. You can look it up and let me know, let me know. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's really important to live a life without regret and to go for what you want and actually do it. Obviously, if you're going to, to go for it um, and you've decided, yep, yeah, I'm going to stop listening to those naysayers and I'm going to stop listening to inexperienced people that have never done it before that are trying to give me advice and I'm going to actually back myself and move forward with this idea, then great. You know, I think it's time. I think it's your time and I think you can do it. Um, my advice would be to sit down and actually um, set some some planning around that. Like, don't just go, woohoo, that's it. I've decided I am going to make personalized scented candles and they're going to be gorgeous. And I'm going to create all the fragrances and I'm going to create these workshops and people are going to make them and it's all beautiful. Um, that's amazing. It's a great idea. How creative of you. However, just sit down and make a plan about it. Yeah. So really important to have a strategy around how you want to start. Be be realistic, but also don't procrastinate. So you want to challenge yourself. You absolutely want to challenge yourself. Like don't go, okay, that's a nice idea. So in 12 months, I'm going to start thinking about that. No, no. Like, you know, you can you can have a little bit more of a challenge for yourself than that. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, like be realistic, but also be a little bit kind to yourself. Don't say to yourself, okay, in two weeks, I'm going to quit my job and by three months, I'm going to be making what I do on my full-time wage. 
in my corporate role or my full-time wage working in retail is going to be supplemented by my creativity within two months. You know, maybe it will be, but have a plan around that and make sure that you're looking after yourself as well. Um, So again, my key points there are um, create a checklist of what you need to do to start working through your idea, then set yourself a realistic time frame and stick to it. Don't procrastinate, but do challenge yourself. Okay. Now I have what I call immutable laws, immutable laws that I live by in my life, in my business. And I also train my team to understand the core values of whatever my business is and our service and our offerings. And I call them immutable lords. Um, I actually got this idea from a guy called Mike McCallowitz, who is the author of Profit First. Um, anyway, so, you know, he talks about having immutable laws. Um, it's really important to have these, these, the, these basically um, laws that you live by. And like I said, I live by them in life and in business and I share them with my team. So we're all on the same page right? One of the laws I have, I have six, is be bold, be brave. We make creative choices and we are not afraid to step outside of the box. We let our creative juices flow. Brave rocks. Yeah, brave rocks, guys. And, you know, you never ever are going to receive any reward in your life without some risk. Now, I'm not saying go sell your house tomorrow and and throw it all in the air and see what lands, but there is an element of risk. So when people tell you, ooh, that's risky, yeah, it's a little risky, but I'm willing to invest in myself. I'm willing to take a punt on me. Yeah, this is coming back to backing yourself. So everyone listening, if you've been listening to the naysayers and the inexperienced for too long, it's time to stop. If you could see my hands while I'm talking, I'm literally putting up my hand in a stop position. All five fingers splayed it out. Stop. It makes me think of the Spice Girls actually. Stop right now. Thank you very much. (laughs) In a previous life, I actually played Sporty Spice in a Spice Girls tribute band. But anyway, don't even worry about that. (laughs) You wouldn't know I'm Sporty. You wouldn't know that I played Sporty now, two kids later and 100 years later too. (laughs) But I did. Anyway, so stop right now. Thank you very much. Okay, because you, my friends, are going to stop listening to the naysayers and the inexperienced. Start listening to yourself. Start taking in all the goodness that your your instinct tells you to listen to and back yourself. Okay, I'm going to leave you with that saying one more time. I'd rather regret the things I've done than regret the things I haven't. Have a beautiful day, everyone, and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. 
to work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World. And you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.